Section ten of the Pagan Madonna by Harold McGrath. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Don W. Jenkins. Chapter ten. Clay was not only a big and powerful man, he was also courageous, but the absence of Dodge and the presence of Cunningham offered such sinister omen that temporarily he was bereft of his natural wit and initiative where's dodge he asked stupidly dodge is resting quietly answered cunningham gravely he'll be on his feet in a day or two that seemed to wake up clay a bit he drew his automatic face to the wall or i'll send a bullet into you cunningham shook his head did you examine the clip this morning when you carry weapons like that for protection never put it in your pocket without a look-see dodge wouldn't have made your mistake shoot try it on the floor or up through the lights or at me if you'd like that better the clip is empty mechanically clay took aim and bore against the trigger there was no explosion a depressing sense of unreality rolled over the wanderer's owner so you went into town for her luggage did you find the beads clay made a negative sign it was less an answer to cunningham than an acknowledgment that he could not understand why the bullet clip should be empty it was an easy task explained cunningham you carried the gun but i doubt you ever looked it over having loaded it once upon a time you believed that it was sufficient eh know what i think the girl has hidden the beads in her hair did you search her again clay shook his head as much over the situation as over the question what you ran all this risk and hadn't the nerve to search her well that's rich unless you've read her from my book she would probably have scratched out your eyes there's an amazon locked up in that graceful body i'd like to see her head against a bit of clear blue sky a touch of henner blues and reds what a whale of a joke abduct a young woman risk prison and then afraid to lay hands on her you poor old piker cunningham laughed cunningham all right i'll be merciful to make a long story short it means that for the present i am in command of this yacht i warned you will you be sensible or shall i have to lock you up like your two-gun man from texas piracy cried clay coming out of his maze maritime law calls it that but it isn't really no pannikins of rum no fifteen men on a dead man's chest parlor stuff you might call it the whole affair the parlor side of it depends upon whether you propose to act philosophically under stress or kick up a hullabaloo in the latter event you may reasonably expect some rough stuff truth is i'm only borrowing the yacht as far as latitude ten degrees and longitude one hundred and ten degrees off catwick island you carry a boson's whistle at the end of your watch-chain blow it was the challenge you bid me to blow it only to convince you how absolutely helpless you are said cunningham amiably yesterday this day's madness did prepare as our old friend omar used to say vetter did great work on that didn't he toot the whistle for shortly we shall weigh anchor like a man in a dream clay got out his whistle the first blast was feeble and windy cunningham grinned blow it man blow it clay set the whistle between his lips and blew a blast that must have been heard half a mile away that's something like now we'll have results above on deck came the scuffle of hurrying feet and immediately as if they had been prepared against this moment three-fourths of the crew came tumbling down the companionway 
seize this man shouted clay thunderously as he indicated cunningham the men however fell into line and came to attention most of them were grinning did you hear me brown jessop mccarthy seize this man no one stirred clay then lost his head with a growl he sprang towards cunningham half the crew jumped instantly into the gap between and they were no longer grinning cunningham pushed aside the human wall and faced the wanderer's owner do you begin to understand no but whatever your game is it will prove bad business for you in the end and you men too the world has grown mighty small and you'll find it hard to hide unless you kill me and have done with it tut tut wouldn't harm a hair of your head the world is small as you say but just at this moment infernally busy mopping up what bother about a little dinkum dinkus like this with russia mad germany ugly france grumbling at england italy shaking her fist at greece and labor making a monkey of itself nay i'll shift the puzzle so you can read it when the yacht was released from auxiliary duties she was without a crew the old crew that of peace times was gone utterly with the exception of four you had the yacht keel-hauled gave her another daub of war-paint and set about to find a crew and i had one especially picked for you ordinarily you've a tolerably keen eye didn't it strike you odd to land a crew who talked more or less grammatically who were clean bodily who weren't boozers clay fully alive now coldly ran his inspecting glance over the men he had never before given their faces any particular attention besides this was the first time he had seen so many of them at once during boat drill they had been divided into four squads young faces lean and hard some of them but reckless rather than bad all of them at this moment appeared to be enjoying some huge joke i can only repeat said clay that you are all playing with dynamite perhaps most of these boys fought in the war they played the game but when they returned nobody had any use for them i caught them on the rebound when they were a bit desperate we formed a company but of that more anon will you be my guest or will you be my prisoner the velvet fell away from cunningham's voice have i any choice i'll accept the condition because i must but i've warned you i suppose i'd better ask at once what the ransom is ransom not a copper cent you can make singapore in two days from the catwick and for helping me into singapore i'm to agree not to hand such men as you leave me over to the british authorities all wrong the men who will help you into singapore or take you to manila will be as innocent as newborn babes wouldn't believe it would you but i'm one of those efficient sharks nothing left to chance all cut and dried plue perfect clay i never break my word i honestly intended turning over those beads to you but morrissey muddled the play next door to murder near enough but he'll pull out are you going to take miss norman along what set her ashore to sick the british navy on us i'm sorry i don't want her on board but that was your play not mine you tried to double-cross me but you need have no alarm i will kill the man who touches her you understand that boys the crew signified that the order was understood though one of them the returned flint smiled cynically if cunningham noted the smile he made no verbal comment upon it way anchor then look alive the sooner we nose down to the delta the sooner we'll have the proper sea-room the crew scurried off and almost at once came familiar sounds the rattle of the anchor-chain on the windlass the creaking of pulley-blocks as the launch came aboard 
the thud of feet hither and yon as portables were stowed or lashed to the deck-house rail for several minutes clay and cunningham remained speechless and motionless you get all the angles asked cunningham finally some of them admitted clay at any rate enough to make you accept a bad situation with good grace you're a foolhardy man cunningham do you expect me to lie down when this play is over i solemnly swear to you that i'll spend the rest of my days hunting you down and i solemnly swear that you shan't catch me i'm through with the old game of playing the genie in the bottle for predatory millionaires henceforth i'm on my own i'm romantic yes sir i'm romantic from heel to cowlick and now i'm going to give rein to this stifled longing you will come to a halter round your neck i have always paid your price on the nail cunningham you had to hang it passions are the very devil aren't they sooner or later one jumps upon your back and rides you like the old man of the sea clay heard the rumble of steam objects of art went on cunningham it eats into your vitals to hear that some rival has picked up a correggio or an ancient kerman or a bit of persian plaque you talk of halters lord lummy how obliquely you look at facts take that royal persian there the second best animal rug on earth is there no murder behind the woof and warp of it what talk sense clay talk sense you cable me get such and such i get it what the devil do you care how it was got so long as it eventually becomes yours it's a case of the devil biting his own tail pot calling kettle black how much do you want no clay it's the romantic idea i'll give you fifty thousand for the rug i'm sorry no use now of telling you the plot you wouldn't believe me as the song goes dinner at seven will you dine in the salon with me or will you dine in the solemn grandeur of your own cabin in company with da vinci ten years and that carlo dolci the italian government has been hunting high and low for i will risk the salon to keep an eye on me as long as possible that's fair enough you heard what i said to these boys well every mother's son of em will tow the mark there will be no change at all in the routine simply we lay a new course that will carry us outside and round formosa down to the south sea and across to the catwick i'll give you one clear idea a million and immunity would not stir me clay what's the game if it's beyond ransom cunningham laughed boyishly it's big and you'll laugh too when i tell you on which side of the mouth that's up to you is it the rug oh that of course i warned you that i'd come for the rug it took two years out of my young life to get that for you and it has always haunted me i just told you about passions didn't i once on your back they ride you like a devil downhill a crook there you go again pot calling kettle black if you want to moralize where's the line between the thief and the receiver fie on you dare you hang that da vinci that dolce that holbein in your gallery home no stolen goods what a passion you sail across the seas alone alone because you can't satisfy your passion and have knowing companions on board when the yacht goes out of commission you store the loot and tremble when you hear a fire alarm all right dinner at seven i'll go and liberate your son and the lady cunningham i will kill you out of hand the very first chance old dear i'll add a fact for your comfort there will be guns on board but half an hour gone all the ammunition was dumped into the wang poo so you won't have anything but your bosun's whistle you're a bigger man than i am physically and i've a slew foot a withered leg 
but i've all the barroom tricks you ever heard of so don't make any mistakes in that direction you are free to come and go as you please but the moment you start any rough house into your cabin you go and you'll stay there until we raise the catwick you haven't a leg to stand on cunningham lurched out of the salon and into the passage he opened the door to cabin two and turned on the light dennison blinked stupidly cunningham liberated him and stood back dinner at seven what the devil are you doing on board asked dennison thickly well here's gratitude for you but in order that there will be no misunderstanding i've turned to piracy for a change great sport i've chartered the yacht for a short cruise his banter turned into cold precise tones cunningham went on no nonsense captain i put this crew on board away back in new york those beads though having a merit of their own were the lure to bring your father to these parts your presence and miss norman's are accidents for which i am genuinely sorry but frankly i dare not turn you loose that's the milk and the coconut i grant you the same privileges as i grant your father which he has philosophically agreed to accept your word of honour to take it sensibly and the freedom of the yacht is yours otherwise i'll lock you up in a place not half so comfortable as this piracy yes sir these are strangely troubled days we've slumped morally humanity has been on the big kill with the result that the tablets of moses have been busted up something fierce and here we are again all kowtowing to the golden calf all i need is your word the word of a clay i give it dennison gave his word so that he might be free to protect the girl in the adjoining cabin but conditionally well that the young lady shall at all times be treated with the utmost respect you will have to kill me otherwise these clays all right that happens to be my own order to the crew any man who breaks it will pay heavily what's the game asked dennison rubbing his wrists tenderly while he balanced unsteadily upon his aching legs later i'll let miss norman out that's so her things are in the salon i'll get them but i'll unlock her door first what in heaven's name has happened asked jane as she and dennison stood alone in the passage the lord knows gloomily but that scoundrel cunningham has planted a crew of his own on board and we are all prisoners cunningham the chap with the limp with the handsome face but this is piracy about the size of it oh i knew something was going to happen but a pirate surely it must be a joke so it was probably the most colossal joke that ever flowered in the mind of a man the devil must have shouted and the gods must have held their sides for it took either a devil or a god to understand the joke end of chapter ten read by don w jenkins rancho san diego california shaggybark.blogspot.com